Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time last week at the Effingham Camp Meeting with everyone. Such a blast there. Then we got into Tulsa and uh, spoke Sunday morning at World Outreach, our own local church here. Had such a great time there, too. Good crowds. and Good to be home. Good to be preaching in our own home church. We love it. Uh, We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we we talk about it every week. The rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs, and man, you're seeing the absolute positioning and set up for the nations for the Ezekiel 38 war that is so blatant and so precise. It's wild. You know, people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back, but the Lord puts so many verses in the Bible to show us how close we are. Why? He said, when you see these things coming to pass, lift up your heads, your redemption is drawing nigh, indicating he doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you excited. So all this stuff we'll get into about the coming of the Lord is because he loves you so much. He wants you blessed. He wants you encouraged. He wants you strengthened. Your strength will be tied to your joy. And there's nothing cooler or more joyful than about to see the king. Wow. So we're watching the setup for the church to depart and be raptured. The earth enter into that seven-year period called the tribulation. And then we have the second coming. Where we'll come back with the Lord of the earth and he stops war. So what an exciting time to be on the planet. I mean, you think about any time we could have been in history and we're here right now. So uh, what a wonderful season. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. Some remarkable things are happening that are blatant. So, I mean, just two days ago, Israel did another massive strike in Damascus of Iranian missiles that got moved from Iran down into Syria. They get parked off the border of Israel. Uh, Damascus, you can see the lights of Damascus from the Golan. And this is like the 18th or 19th time they've hit. Now, the interesting thing was last week when they did that. They just had a couple of missiles and a couple of fighter planes go in there, F-16s. This was a barrage of F-16s, a barrage of missiles that was massive. It's intriguing. Not one word in the in, in the media here in America about it, but man, you look at uh, uh, you look at uh, Haaretz, you look at Jerusalem Post, you look at Devka, you look at some of the other um, Al Jazeera, some of the Middle Eastern ones, and it was a huge uh, bombing there in Syria. So in the middle of that, you've got Iran coming out saying they're not going to agree to any kind of nuclear proliferation agreement. They're not going to go with anything. They have gone so long without any oversight. It is ridiculous that last week it was uh, four nukes were possible to be built in Iran and up to three to four weeks for them coming out. So, man, Israel's going after it right now. You had last week, you had the drone strike. That was a kamikaze drone strike. But then you had a cyber attack tagged by Israel this week. You had one of Iran's missile scientists get poisoned this week. You had another Revolutionary Guard uh, commander get killed this last week. So Israel's going for it. I mean, kind of behind the scenes, but they're having to because Iran is so bent on the destruction of Israel. I mean, Iran says we've got to kill Satan, Israel, and the great Satan, America. So... Uh, I mean, even 50, 75 years ago, at least nations wouldn't come right out and say what they're going to do that. But that's how crazy things are in Iran. So absolutely bizarre. Same kind of thought pattern, though, you've got going on with Turkey. Remember last week I talked about Turkey announces that they're going to invade the northern part of Syria. Well, this week, Syria said they're going to fall. The Kurds are going to fall back with Syria and they're going to fight Turkey. Turkey says they're going to go in and cleanse the land just like Russia's cleansing the Ukraine. 
Well, Russia's not cleansing the Ukraine. Russia's bombing the Ukraine. So you had the Ukraine this week really ask Israel for some Iron Dome help, and Israel's not able to do that for them. But uh, I know the Ukraine could use that. So there's so much going on. You have NATO having a 40-ship uh, 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 gathering there in Stockholm, kind of doing some exercising exercises to get ready for more war. They're anticipating even a, an ex escalation of the war there. So, I mean, you even had Sweden and Finland involved in that. So a lot's happening with NATO. A lot's happening all over the world. You have China doing some bizarre stuff. You have North Korea firing missiles. So then you had the South Korea and America firing eight missiles right after they fired those. So you've just got the setup for, for explosive activity everywhere. I do like this, though, in Israel. you got more activity about the Temple Mount. You have more activity about Judea and Samaria. This is what they said in Judea and Samaria this week. They said, we will literally set up 10 new developments while Biden is here, uh, just to show that in Judea and Samaria, we're going to expand settlements and keep going. Now, you know crazy stuff's getting ready to happen when that comes about. So you've got weird things happening with weather. You have uh, hail the size of tennis balls in France. You have neo-Nazis trying to do crazy things in France. So it's weird to see France such a center point for some of the weird stuff that's happening right now. But with weather going crazy in some nations, you have uh, a neutron uh, star that went out this last week that emitted some stuff that was bizarre. You had CERN in Switzerland. You need to look that up. Uh, the particle collider in, CERN, in Switzerland called CERN. Their logo is 666. They were looking for the God particle. They seemingly hit some other uh, realms in the last few days and, and they were playing some of the screams that they heard in these other realms it was so strange so uh, they're looking for for the god particle and his name is jesus so you have all this stuff happening specifically the stuff happening to push on Israel. Remember, Israel did an exercise with a hundred some odd planes going out to Cyprus uh, to, to basically mock an invasion of Iran. So I wouldn't be surprised if some crazy stuff happens with Iran and Damascus in the next couple of weeks that are uh, really, really wild. So uh, so what do we do? We, we know all this stuff is happening, so we always go to the Word to look at the signs. you got number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the group of people or the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the uh, Temple Mount Institute that's ready to start having sacrifices. There's some things they did this week to get ready for the third temple. I didn't even get into it. They got stuff set up for that. They are ready. So it's remarkable. You have 172 different species of predatory birds show up to clean the land up already. The cleanup crews there. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red a few months ago, uh, right where Sodom and Gomorrah was, and it was on the Day of Atonement. Absolutely amazing. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Uh, so you have all these things that point to Jesus just about to come back. It's in our face right now. You used to, it was kind of quiet, but it's like every single day something happens that I go, oh man, that's something pointing to the coming of the King. It's hard to even get into it in five to seven minutes. So we're just blessed and privileged that we get to see it. You got, the Bible says that man would be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. I mean, you have all these things. You get into about our book that just came out, End Times Made Easy. There's some charts and graphs in there that help you understand real easy. But on the back, it talks about their 75 some odd signs so just blatant in your face exact precise things that show us how close we are to the coming of the lord but then you had signals you had the blood red moons on passover and tabernacles that's radical four in a row nasa called a tetrad when's the last time you had four in a row on passover and tabernacles 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 
1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Pretty remarkable. And then you have uh, uh, the Bethlehem star. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at the same time. I mean, when, when, when Jesus was born, you had the, uh, the, the constellation was Virgo this last year. 2,000 years later, you have it again. The constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. I mean, you have... Uh, England loves it when I talk about this, but you have Regulus do retrograde motion. Kepler's laws of planetary motions, you can set it up and see it. You can see uh, Regulus come back and form a crown over Jupiter because a king was born. I mean, it's just amazing. It is exciting in England to see that nature's preaching that a king was born. Not a king, the king, the king of kings and lord of lords. So Jesus is coming back so soon. It should produce great joy. I had a guy go, Joe, if you're preaching on the coming of the Lord, just get everybody's hopes up. Duh, that's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies us even as we are pure. So what do we do? We help our local church, help our local pastor. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life because we're about to see the king. We have a lot of harvesting to do. We have a lot of witnessing to do, a lot of, a lot of uh, demonstrations to have uh, right here before the coming of the Lord. So let's go for it. Let's, let's be all in. Just like in a football game when the play clock's counting down, man, things are urgent, uh, things are critical. The church has to get that mentality that time is so short. So we're so privileged and so blessed. Colin and I want to thank you for all your support. Thanks for buying so many books. Books are going out as fast as we can ship them. So if you haven't gotten one of your books that were shipped to you, uh, hang with us. They'll be there. Uh, uh, bulk went out the last few days. So uh, Jesus is just about to come back. What exciting times to be on the planet. Very scary for the world, wonderful for the church. The church gets to see Jesus as he is and demonstrate his mercy, his kindness, and his love because he's just about to come back. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the edu and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.